Hey, welcome to Rewind, a place where old guys can talk. Well, here we are again on a Rewind. I've got my brother Jeff on the line. He's up in uh, Cloquet, Minnesota, and uh, we were just discussing maple trees. So go ahead, Jeff, tell me about your maple trees. Well, you know, if you got maple trees, you can make maple syrup. You just got to get yourself some, uh, you just tap the trees. Well, first of all, you have to know what a maple tree looks like, right? What is so, it? Okay, that's number one. Number one, you need, because if you tap the wrong tree, you're going to be waiting a long time for the what, tap to come out. What exactly is a tap? I don't get it. Okay, what you do is you drill a hole in, in the tree, right? You drill it vertically, horizontally? You take, yeah, you take like a, a drill and you put a drill bit in there. And you, and you just, like, drill it right in the hole like you're going to drill into your wall. And you're, all right? Do you drill it at an angle little, or do you drill it horizontal? No, straight, straight. Straight. And how straight wide? Straight into the tree. How, how big a hole? Half inch? Quarter inch? Yeah, something like that. And then you get then you can buy what's called a, a, a spigot, right? A spigot? What so you buy a spigot. What in the heck is that? You know, like a water, like a water spigot. You know. So has it got a handle on it, or is it does it does it work like a spigot, or is it just drip all the time? Yeah, well, it just drips. And then you tie a bag around the tree under the spigot, right, or a bucket, whatever works for you. Uh-huh, okay. And then and then the sap sap collects into the bag. So so how there's long, only how long is the spigot? Is it like two inches, four inches? I mean is it halfway in? How far do you right. it, it probably it probably it probably goes in about an inch. Oh, that's probably all. another inch sticking up. Yeah, yeah. Only yeah. an inch or two, huh? So uh huh. Well two inches. Let's just say two inches, right? So so what's And so you drill that hole and then um and you can only you can only uh Collect the sap certain times of the year, right? Well, when you when have would to collect that be? It, it'd be like early spring when the temperature's between like uh, 32 and 45 degrees somewhere. So you got to wait for it to freeze at night and then go back up? Well, you have to wait. It can't be too warm and it can't be too cold. Okay. Because gotcha. if, it's, if it's too warm, the sap's going to be, it's not going to be any good. So can, you, can you do it in the I mean, fall? You know, in the, I was going to ask you, can you do it in the fall too? No. Just, no, the, just in the spring. Just the spring. And how yeah. many how many weeks yeah. of weather do you have that, that allow you to do that? Uh, all depends well, on the on the weather. I mean, maybe a couple weeks, three weeks. Uh, two, three weeks? Mm-hmm. So, you, so you get all that done, right? You get your, you got to get your equipment, right? I mean, to get it, to be good, to be good at maple syrup uh, connoisseur, you need all your, you got to get the right equipment. Well, well, well right? wait a minute. So, now, so if you hang a bucket under the spigot, do you have to hang it on the spigot, or do you have to pound a nail in to hang the bucket? No, you don't hang it on the spigot. You have to secure it with a nail. But I use bags. So I tie the bags around the tree. Okay. Right. How do you secure the bag so, to the tree with a rope or something? Yeah, string. Okay. You can buy them that way. You can buy them that way. Maple, so, maple syrup bag. Okay. Yeah, it's kind of like a it's kind of like a belt, right? So it's a bag with a belt. And you just tie the belt on to the okay. tree, and then you let the syrup collect in the bag. And how, then, how how uh, how much syrup comes out? How frequent? I mean, how frequent you got to empty the bag? Is it do a gallon an hour, a gallon right. a night, a gallon a day, half a gallon? Do you no, know? maybe a couple of gallons in a couple of days. Some trees, some trees produce more sap than others, right? Okay. I don't know what I don't really know what the deal is. Maybe it's just it could be age, it could be the size, it could and be where it's located. How many gallons? You know, but, how many gallons do these bags hold? I would say they're probably uh, a two-gallon bag. 
Okay. So, so hanging on there yeah, for two days. So yeah, you hang on there for two days, and then you got to keep an eye on it. And once you once the bag's full, then you um, once you've collected all your sap, then you can start making syrup. Well, so, what is that? You gotta, you what gotta, is gotta, it? Can you drink that sap straight out of the tree? Yes or no? Well, if you're thirsty, I'm sure you could. Is it is it watery? Is it sweet? How sweet yeah, is it? Yeah, it's got a water. It's, it's sweet, but it's got a water. It's it's got a water. It's watery too. Is so it, is it like drinking? Pretty, a, is it like drinking a root beer? Yeah, it's like drinking sarsaparilla, Dwight. Okay, drinking sarsaparilla, right? If you were a kid, you probably would have tried it. As an adult, I've never tried it. It wouldn't poison you, would it? Uh, no, no. It's just mostly it's just mostly water, water and uh, sugar. So anyway, so. What you need, you need, you need a kettle, you need a flame to, to um, after you collect it, to start uh, boiling, boiling the fat down, right? You okay, need so the water content out. What did you buy? Did you buy a turkey fryer? Well, I just had a, uh, I just had a turkey fryer in my garage, and I, I gave that a shot. So, and, and then you need something that use is it huh? propane? Yeah, propane. So you need some propane. Um, I mean, there's other things you can use too. I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily recommend a turkey uh, fryer, but you know, um, that's what I had. <laughs> that's what, so that's what I used. But anyway, but so then you have to have something to test the viscosity of uh, the syrup. And uh, would you? Would, on it down. What did you use to test the viscosity? I bought, I bought a a, a, a meter. I mean, you can buy those meters. Test viscosity and uh, just uh, I forget what the range is off top of my head right now. But anyway, so anyway, you put the sap in, sap in your kettle and you start boiling, right? How, so how long does it, it take? How long does it take to boil down a gallon of sap? Uh, it takes a while. Well, how long? A while. Hour? Mm -hmm. A day? Maybe an hour. Maybe an hour. Hour, yeah. So just imagine sitting watching water boil on a stove, right? Mm -hmm. So, and um, it takes a while. And then it gets to a certain certain point, and then I would take it off there, and then I put it in another kettle and I finish it on the stove, right? So is there any scum? But, is there any scum in it? You have to get the scum, really. scum off the top? Maybe some no. twigs? Maybe some mosquitoes? No. It's usually pretty pure, excellent. Surprisingly, so, no fruit flies. Okay. So yeah, but you, but you can screen it. You can screen it, screen the top um, before you start cooking it, and then oh yeah, you gotta have jars to collect it too, right? So you gotta get some masonry and, uh, jars, okay? Yep, you get some masonry jars. So then you're all set, man. You can be like, uh, just like Paul Bunyan. So do you have to yeah. uh, when you put it in masonry jars? Do you have to use a pressure cooker to preserve it, or can you just uh, store it right away? No, you can. You can buy. You can buy the uh, self um, sealing jars with lead. So you don't, so you don't have that. to. You don't so have to boil it again or anything. You just gotta no, seal it. No, it's not. No, it's not like how your grandma did it. Okay, Dwight. Okay. Yeah, things things have progressed. But anyway, um, and then you, once you open it, you should refrigerate it. But how long does it last um, in the refrigerator? Oh, anything with sugar in it lasts a long time. So tell me about right. what happened with your turkey fryer when you did this. Well, it was going pretty good there for a while, right? Yeah. You know, first time I did it, I was making some sap, whatever. And then what? Well, I don't know. I, I must have made a small batch at one time. I was making a small batch. I didn't have very much in there. And uh, I don't know. I must have got distracted or something somewhere along the line. Uh -huh. And uh, <laughs> I know something's yeah. coming. <laughs> and uh, tell the truth. All the, tell the all truth. The, all the. So all the <laughs> 
all the sap boiled out of the bottom of the bottom of the turkey kettle, right? <laughs> you, you, you turned it into glass, into molasses. Yeah, so it all kind of just evaporated, and then uh, it still had the heat on it in those kettles, those turkey kettles, right? I mean, they're not like stainless steel or anything. They're like cheapo, cheapo. So the fire was still going, and the, and the, and the fire melted the pot of, of the kettle. You melted your, out there and, uh, You melted your turkey huh? kettle. And the turkey kettle, the whole bottom was melted, and was it, was, and then it fell right over the uh, over the uh, burner, right? Just start a fire? No, I didn't start a fire. Do you, but... you have to get the fire extinguisher? No, I just I just shut it off. But there went my operation. I see. I see. Well, this is typical. Yeah, I was, I was going to make a I was going to make a million dollars making all that syrup, right? Well, and, yeah. Uh, I don't know what I don't know what maple syrup oh, goes for per pound, but oh, it's pretty. It's pretty. It's pretty spendy. But I mean, it's really good. Actually, it's way better than you know the stuff that you buy in the store that's not really maple syrup. So the real stuff is well, you know, uh, um, better, right? My sister-in-law that lives pretty close to you, she sends some of that uh, real maple syrup to my wife every year and we do a fish marinade with it on salmon you do 50 percent maple oh. syrup and 50 percent soy sauce and that makes the mm -hmm. best marinade you ever had on a slice of salmon or trout or whatever really? perch. yeah you have to try it yeah yeah tell, tell cody about yeah. that so the the Davis mechanical oh, the Davis mechanical ability still reigns in your life. I see. So uh, I think yeah, so. I, I think you've got more experiences with that ability. Like, tell me about your uh, your your recent experience moving to your new apartment. Well, well, anyway, so I was, I was moving to Cloquet, right? Uh -huh. This is like uh, well, it's two weeks ago. I had to go to the dump, right? So I had uh -huh. this uh had this old uh, black Explorer, and uh, I used it to haul my trailer. And uh, maybe like three weeks ago. Three weeks before that, I had a, another uh, old Explorer that the transmission went out on. Mm -hmm. um, so I just had to take that to the dump. So anyway, I hook up the trailer, got stuff in there. I'm heading to the dump. I'm heading down the highway. And uh, I turned the corner. <laughs> it's coming. I, I can hear it I, coming. I, I turned the corner, and and the car won't won't move. It's on, but it won't move. Oh, oh my goodness. It won't, it won't go. Yeah. So I'm right in the middle of the I'm right in the middle of the uh, a county road, right, and uh, trying to get it into gear, and, and I got it in gear, but it won't move. So I'm thinking, oh man, the transmission went on this thing too. What what gear? So, did, what gear did you get it in reverse? You said right. Well, yeah, but I got it in reverse, but I couldn't couldn't go to the dump in reverse. <laughs> for the trailer. <laughs> So a... I'm sitting there going, so I'm sitting there in the middle of the road going, oh God, there's cars going to be coming. I'm sitting here. What am I going to do? And I can't, can't really see behind me. So I get out, I get out of my car, get out of the car, right? And there's nobody coming. So I unhook my trailer, right? I unhook the trailer and I pick the trailer up by the tongue and I move it to the, move it to the side of the road, right? Yeah. So I get the trailer off off the road, no big deal. And I get in, get back in my car and realize that I can put it in reverse. So I'm going down the county road in reverse. Right? <laughs> this is a Davis story, <laughs> right? So, so I back it up. I back it up so it's behind the trailer, and I'm sitting there, and then I'm. Going okay. What am I gonna do now? So I'm I'm making some phone calls to see if somebody can uh, come and help me out, right? Uh huh. And uh, so I'm calling people. Nobody's answering the phone. And you know it's Friday after Friday afternoon. Yeah. And uh, beer beer thirty. So, uh, 
Yeah, so I'm making some phone calls, and pretty soon a deputy sheriff comes by, right? Hey. Okay, and this old this old Explorer ad, I didn't I didn't put any tabs on it, so I'm thinking, oh my god, you're gonna get a ticket for a bad license plate. Right. So not only did my, the transmission go on my truck, and I'm stranded here uh, six miles away from where I live, and uh, and uh, I'm just sitting there like minding my own business, and uh, he he just drives by. I think, woo, dodge the bullet, right? Yeah, praise the Lord. And uh, so finally, I got a hold of uh, my uh, ex-mother-in-law to come and give me give me a ride, but I still had to deal with my trailer afterwards. So in the meantime, I'm waiting for another deputy sheriff to come by, and oh, this boy. one stops. Oh no, this one stops. Yeah, and uh, that's got that's got to be that's got to be the road where they go to take naps. Yeah, that's where they all kind of hang out. But he slows down, he rolls down his window, and he says, "Yeah, probably not a really good place to leave your trailer." I said, "Yeah, I know, I know that." I said, uh, "Transmission went on my vehicle here, and uh, I'm waiting for somebody to come and get it." I'm thinking, "Oh, guy, he's going to get out." And, you gonna give you a ticket. Talk to me, but but he never did. So praise the Lord. Anyway, praise the Lord. He took off. Right. So my mother-in-law finally shows up and gives me a ride. Well, I still have to find somebody. Come get find somebody to get in my trailer. So she gave you a ticket. All right. <laughs> she did. Yeah. So anyway, I did finally find somebody to come get in my trailer, but then I didn't have no way to take my junk to the dump. So my plan was faltered from the beginning. So now where's so, that? Where's that? Where's that vehicle at now? Well, I called up the uh, I called up this uh, um, towing company, right? Uh-huh. And I know this from before because I dealt with my other explorer, and I told them what was going on, and uh, I just said, you know what? They had a, they had a junkyard too, and I said, I make you a deal. I said, you come and tow my take my vehicle, and uh, you can have it for the price of the tow. Did they do it? So I got and I got the uh, title to the vehicle, and they came and got it, took it. So they've got two of my vehicles sitting there. Uh huh. This is how right. this is how Davis guys trade in their vehicles. They 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 call the tow That's truck right. the junkyard. Right. Thing is, I just I just put put a bunch some money into it like two weeks before fixing the radiator, right? And then the transmission goes on. Right this remind, uh, anyway. this reminds me of the story of my dad. Uh, he came over to my house to. Uh, Help me! I was I was restoring a house, and I told him to wait for me to put up some kitchen cabinets. Uh, I told him to wait till I got home from work, which was around five o'clock. I was living in Chicago, and my train got to the station about five. I get home at five thirty. So when I got to my house, there he was sitting on the step with a big bandaid on his head, covered his whole forehead. So what he did is he tried to put them cabinets up by himself. The cabinet fell, conked him on the head. He had to go to the ER for stitches. Didn't you tell me about him uh, almost electrocuting himself with a skill saw? Yeah, he's called Sparky. Sparky? <laughs> what do he do? So he was kind of a slumlord, right? He had all this rental property. Yeah. And he was working in this uh, house that he had, and he was he was cutting <clears throat> he was cutting out this uh, piece of uh, plywood that was um, on this wall, this entryway. And there was a light switch underneath the where he was going to cut, start cutting it, right? <laughs> he was going to replace it. So he got the skill saw out. And he, you know, he had it marked and everything, how he was going to cut it. And he started cutting it, and he cut right through, he cut right through the electrical. Through the Romex? Yeah, right through the, yeah, didn't even think about it. Then what happened? He, boom! <laughs> all, the, all the power went out. <laughs> See, I, I think we... Wait. 
we inherited our mechanical think, ability from him. I think of the power for the whole block went on. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I ever tell you, did I ever tell you the time when he, he was, um, he had this uh, duplex, and uh, he was up there looking at the roof. Yeah, and then <clears> he got on top. I guess he got on top of. He got on the ladder. And he was getting on top of the roof. Uh huh. And the, and the ladder fell. And the ladder fell down. Is this a two? It was a two-story duplex, right? Yeah, and the ladder fell down, and he's stuck on top of the roof, right? Uh huh. So I'm working and. Pretty soon, I get a phone call from uh, our mother, right? Yeah. And she's 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 reading me the riot act, right? Uh huh. She goes, "Why don't you answer your phone?" <laughs> she goes, well, "What are you talking about?" I said, "I'm working. I'm busy." She goes, "Well, your father is stuck on the roof on top of that duplex." Uh, what are you gonna do about and it? And you and I and I need you to go over there and get him down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> well, in the meantime, when I was I was on my way over there, right, to go get him, he had, he had snared somebody on the road, right? He was, yeah, somebody was walking by, and he goes, hey, can you help me out here? <laughs> so, he, so, he snaked, so he snaked some stranger off the street to come over and put the ladder back up so he could get off the road. Oh, that's, that's a classic. So, that's a classic, I don't know. It's a classic Bill story. I don't, know how, I don't know how many hours he was up there, but enough to get me in trouble. That's typical of mom wanting to uh, guilt you into doing something for her, you know, and, and blaming, hey. blaming you because of one of dad's uh, uh, right. little adventures, hey. you know. Hey, speaking of cars, didn't you uh, have a car that you, uh, when you were in high school, that you had an episode with? Uh, yeah, I, I bought a 56 Chevy from my shop teacher. His name was Clinkhammer, and uh, I paid 40 bucks for it, which probably was my life savings at the time. Didn't have no muffler on it, and the trunk would not shut. It was it would if you drove it down the street, it would flop up and down, and uh, it had uh -huh. no it had no radio in it, but it had a metal dashboard, you know, and a hole where the radio would normally be. Somebody had had taken the radio out of it. Probably the only decent thing left in it. But anyway, it was all I could afford, so I wanted a car, and I was I was 17. And uh, so I took some wire and I wired the trunk shut, but you know, it would still flop, come open once in a while uh, when I would be driving. Uh, but the thing about this car was that it got about uh, 20 miles to the quart of oil, okay? <laughs> it, was a, it was an oil burner. <laughs> and uh, I brought that thing home, you know, and I think dad just shook his head, you know, classic Davis purchase, you know? So I was uh, outside, I was in front of the high school and I was going to try to impress my girlfriend a bunch of kids in front of that high school that were standing out there in Valley City. So I revved the engine up, you know, rah, rah, rah. didn't have no muffler on it, so it made a loud sound. And I popped the clutch, and all of a sudden the engine seized, and uh, I, I blew the car up, and uh, it never ran again. I had to coast that car into the school parking lot, you know, and all the kids laughed at me. Oh, boy. So it was a it was a classic Davis move, you know, ultimate humiliation. Did you, did you have to put some new tires on that thing at one time, or new well, rims or something? That or? was mom's car. Um, oh, that was mom's car, okay. and uh, I don't want to tell that story. I, I but I smashed her car up. Um, I ran into oh, okay. I ran into a bridge, and uh, the right side of her car, both the front right tire and the back rear tire, she had a '65 
Ford Galaxy. It was hot. The thing had a 351 engine in it, and it really, it really hummed. But I ran into that uh, bridge, which the, the concrete, you know, it was like a, like a berm, and that berm was about 18 inches high. And so yeah. what it did is it flattened two sides of each wheel. So <laughs> when I drove down the road, not only did it pop to two tires, <laughs> but the rims were flat on one side, so it was like thump, thump, thump. <laughs> I was only I was only a block from the house, so I pulled that thing into the back by the garage, and I knew I was going to get it. You know, I, I think I remember. I dad, dad come out next morning, saw that car with his two half moon tires on it. You know, <laughs> what the heck did you do oh. this time? <laughs> you know. Oh boy! He, I bet you didn't sleep very good that night. No, uh, when he wanted to kick your butt, you know he couldn't. He had a hard time right. getting hit. You know, he'd always kind of do this karate thing on your head, like slap your ears, you know, yeah. back to back. I know. I used to, he'd slap I used your head back and forth like it was a punching bag, and so he did that to me a few little bit. And oh yeah, you yeah. Know, I I uh, well, I, I gave him some well, experiences. He, well, he bought me my first car. But he didn't pay for it. I mean, he paid for it, but he didn't buy it for me. My first car was a uh, a '66 Chevy, uh-huh. and it cost and it cost like six hundred bucks. Oh wow! And uh, big wheel. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so <clears throat> that was my first car, and I had just make monthly payments to him. But oh. I used to work at the uh, I used to work at the uh, nursing home in Valley City. Uh-huh. I used to work in the <clears throat> I work in the maintenance department, right? Yeah. I worked I worked during the uh, on the weekends and stuff, and so it was one Saturday I was I was going I was working I was going to work, and uh, back then I I smoked, right? Uh-huh. And yeah. uh, who so did was, who didn't? Was, right. So I was smoking my cigarette going to work, right? If you remember those old cars, they had the window, and then they had that little flap window in front yeah, of that. Yeah, yeah, the little and window just open the, it. the front the window door. window open, right? You could get breeze in. Yeah. Right, right. So I was going to work, and I, basically I, I'm uh, almost at work, and, I, and I'm dumping my cigarette, so I flick my cigarette out the window, right? Mm-hmm. And so I get into the parking lot. And... <laughs> oh, no, I hear it coming. So I get in the parking lot and uh, I roll up all my windows and I lock I <clears throat> lock my car or whatever and uh, I go to work about eight o'clock in the morning. So we usually take our lunch break about noon, right? So yeah. so noon I come out for my lunch, get about an hour for lunch, and so I'm gonna take my lunch break, go home and and uh, see what mom's mom's got and cooking, right? So. I come out, <clears throat> come out, and I start going towards my car, and I'm looking at my car, going, "Man, my windows are awful dirty," you know, looking <laughs> at them. Uh, the closer I get, right, the closer uh-huh. I get, I'm going, "Oh, oh no, there's smoke inside of my car." <laughs> Your car was on fire. <laughs> my car, there's smoke. So I open up, I open up the door, right, and all the smoke comes billowing out, right. So I open up the front door and I open up the back door to get the smoke out. Yeah. And I <laughs> and I and I look and in the back seat it's it's burning right. It's, oh it's no! It's a, it's a slow burn right. And uh, that cigarette that I had uh, flicked out the window went in the back window and landed on the back seat and uh, was slowly burning up my back seat. Oh, I probably had that so, old uh, material back there. Yeah, I had that old material. I mean, it didn't start on like on fire. It was just kind of a smolder, right? It was a, it was a, so there was a big old <clears throat> there was a big old hole in the back of that <laughs> in that back seat, right? Good place, 
good place for your friends to ride on Saturday night. I mean, I mean, if you sat Auntie Mercedes back there, she'd fall right through. But oh boy, yeah. So anyway, <laughs> that's, a, that's a pretty big hole. Oh yeah. So anyway, <laughs> I'm going. Oh my god. So I hurry up. I'm thinking. I'm looking around to see if anybody's looking. Right. Nobody's. Nobody's around. Nobody's looking. So I hurry up and shut the shut the doors. Right. Uh-huh. And I get in. <laughs> And I get in my car and I drive home with that, with that back seat smoldering with the windows down, right? Oh, man. Yeah. And, uh, oh, God. So I pulled, I got home and I pulled out the back seat of that car. <laughs> so you didn't use it no more. Pulled it out. <laughs> I could. I, I hosed it down, right? I hosed it. <laughs> well, that'll fix it. I hosed, <laughs> I hosed the sucker down, right? I pulled it out and I hosed it down. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I can't use that seat anymore, right? What'd you do? Put a, locate a, what'd you do? Put a a lawn chair, a lawn chair back there. <laughs> two, two, two of them, right? Oh. No, I went to the I went to the junkyard. I found a, a similar type of seat, but it was like the wrong colors. I think it was my interior was like a gray, and this thing was like uh, uh, probably a red or something. So this is a I mean, the car to match. So anyway, my car just stunk, right? Like it's a smoke. classic Davis story. And I can never, ever get the smoke smell out of that car after that. Oh, God. Once something's you been know, on fire, and, uh, you never can get that smell out. Right. I washed it, poultry, and whatever. And, but You've eventually been... my girlfriend blew, eventually my girlfriend blew that car up. But, you know, it's like, yeah. man, well, what yeah. a deal. What a deal that was. I'll give you one final story about that Chevy, okay? So um, I remember the, the days he had an eight-track tape player. And there was a yeah. big there was a big hill in Valley City you could go down, you know. So I I bought an eight-track tape player, okay, and I mounted it in that hole where the radio used to be, the met, where there was just metal edges on it, you know. And then I took uh-huh. some cheap wire and wired it directly <laughs> directly to the battery. <laughs> <Is that? laughs> oh God! So Davis. The Davis electrician thing, you, you know. So I wired you get that idea of popular mechanics? Yeah, I wired it directly to the battery off the two posts of the battery. And uh oh God. It, it worked, okay. But if the if the tape player which had a metal exterior touched the metal of the dashboard, it would start to spark. Oh yeah. So I had a some cloth at home from some old blue jeans and I wrapped that uh, tape player in those blue jeans and stuck it back into the <laughs> into that slot where the hole was so i'm driving down the road and uh, all of a sudden that thing somehow connected with the metal dashboard and the tape player was playing i think you know probably the old uh some of those old uh, 70s tunes and it started smoking so all i could do was uh, grab that thing and chuck it out the window <laughs> oh my god so i just grabbed it chucked it out the window and that's where my tape player is still on that road going down that hill today so Wow. That that's a classic uh, Davis story. Yeah, that is. Yeah, a mechanic. I remember that car. I remember. I think he had to stick poles in the uh, vents, keep it from. Uh, well, it had rust all over the place. The headlights were rusted out, and the fenders and the paint. The paint had uh-huh. lost its sheen. It looked like somebody had run uh, sandpaper across the paint job. You know, it was just really. It was a. It had faded out. It was a dull color. But hey, what do you what do you expect for forty bucks? And I'm sure that shop teacher. Clink camera thought I was the dumbest kid in his class, you know, buying that car for forty bucks. 
you probably kept an eye on you too after that. Yeah, I was not very mechanical. Oh, okay. I mean, I I got a ton oh. more stories, but I won't bore you with them. All right. Well, that's some good stories. Well, okay, Jeff. Uh, have a great Saturday up there in, in uh, Cloquet, and uh, uh, say hi. No, no, to, say hi to all the Finlanders. Now, remember, if you need any uh, lessons on how to make maple syrup, just just look me up. Okay. okay? Appreciate that. Appreciate, all right. Appreciate it. Okay, you take care, buddy. Yeah. Talk to you later. You've been listening to Rewind. This is a podcast where old guys can pass on what they know. We're praying for the next generation.